Hey, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Let's do it. Let's get to it. My cat monkey is sitting on my stomach. As I sit up, she's getting, she's, oh, God bless you. I don't know if she wanted to be a guest. Do you want to be a guest tonight? Do you want to be a guest? What do you have to say for the audience? Mm, in typical cat form, she leaves. Anyway, monkey is one of my babies. Spunky is my other baby, as you might already know from listening to a previous episode. And I just think they're amazing. I don't think they're going to give me anything for tomorrow, though, for Mother's Day. I mean, they have never gotten me a present, given me a present, so I don't, I'm not going to get my hopes up. But tomorrow is Mother's Day, so I hope if you do have a mother that you get to be with her or conference call her or Skype her or facebook messenger or whatever i just hope that you make sure that you let your mother know how much you love her and i'm gonna go see my mom tomorrow and my brother's gonna meet us up and we're gonna we're gonna have a good old time probably grill some burgers eat some hot dogs that's what my mother wants and what my mama wants my mama gets anywho i was thinking today how we have made it almost two months without casinos, without cabaret strip joints, without nightclubs. And what if we lived in a world where we didn't have all those things anymore? Do you think it was possible? Do you think that would ever happen? I don't think it would ever happen because they're going to get a vaccine. And once we get the vaccine, people are going to go cray cray doing all the things that they did before. But until we get that vaccine, we shouldn't be doing those things and I say that because I read an article in South about South Korea and how they opened up everything because they were doing so good. And then next thing you know, because of the nightclubs, they started getting cases of coronavirus again. So they're probably going to have to do the quarantine. Well, I don't know if they're going to go into full quarantine or shelter at home, but they're definitely going to have to close those businesses down until a vaccine is found. And I don't know how we're going to do in America with that because... I'm thinking we're not going to get a vaccine for a good year. And so no more nightclubs, no more strip joints, cabarets, no more casinos. Maybe? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Because there are probably places that are already doing it. Somebody told me, and I never checked it out, actually, so I can't say this 100%. But somebody told me that the Georgia and Atlanta, they've opened up everything. Which, if that's true, that's a crazy. You can't just open up everything. You gotta do it in phases, and you gotta do it smartly and cautiously, and slowly. And I am no scientist. I'm no expert, but it kind of feels like that's common sense. And almost everybody I talk to when I do my rideshare driving has said the same. They all think that we need to be cautious. We need to do this slowly, and maybe we shouldn't even be opening at all yet. But cities and governments are going to do what they want. So, yeah. Could we live in a society where we don't have um, things like casinos, strip joints, and nightclubs and bars? And if we did live in a society like that, how do you think it would be? Because I just, I just, I can't picture it. I mean, I see it now when I drive through the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I see the nightclubs, you know, pretty much abandoned. The city, you know, it's just a, so different seeing all these things that used to be open and now they're no longer. 
and who knows when they're going to reopen. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I really think it's going to be interesting. And I think there are going to be a lot of babies come September, October, November, and December because of all this quarantine, because of all this lockdown. Like, they're going to be babies, quarantine babies. You just see they're going to be a spike. They're not going to be called boomers. What are they going to, what should they be called? Quarantiners? Quarantiner babies? Quarantiner babies? Um, yeah. I just, I just predict there's going to be a lot of babies come nine months, come seven months. This started in February and then March and then April. So yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. All right. Yeah. I don't know. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, talk time, W hope, and, um, give me a comment on like, what would it, what would our society be like in the USA if we didn't have those things that we've always had that we don't have right now. And if that just continued, it would, would it be mayhem? Would it be chaos? Would people be protesting? Give us our strip joints. Give us our cabarets. Give us our nightclubs. Give us casinos. Cause we deserve them. It's our constitutional right. And I am being very sarcastic. Um, I don't know. Casinos about addictions. Nightclubs also could be about addictions, um, from the drinking, um, there's just, you know, a lot of people have different feelings about the, the strip joints, cabarets. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't ever see, I, I don't, I see like if we lived, you know, 200 years from now, I see a future that's going to have strip joints, that's going to have casinos. I saw it on Star Wars. Star Wars had gala, gala, gala galactic <laughs> casino. Uh, so even in outer space, people are gambling. Even in outer space, there's strip joints. Even in outer space, there's nightclubs. So, like, I don't see a time where we wouldn't have those things. Although I don't think it's impossible. It's just, I mean, there are countries who don't have those places. Lots of countries who don't have the things that we have here. And they're doing all right. So, I don't know. What do you think? Nightclubs was definitely a part of my younger years. And I think of some of those things as very fondly of like meeting my friends up for dancing and some drinking and yeah, but I think people also make a lot of mistakes at the nightclubs. You know what I'm saying? Like one night stands, uh, people putting uh, date rape stuff in people's and women's drinks, um, you know, alcohol poisoning. I mean, there are some things that are not very positive, of course, from hanging out at the nightclubs and the bars too much, but I digress. I'm not trying to be judgmental. Of course. I'm just, it's just a thought I was having when I was driving today, seeing all those places closed. Um, I also was having a lot of thoughts about how music is so different today than it used to be. Like I listened to like the, the top hits of today and I'm like, what is this stuff? I don't know. Maybe because I'm 50 almost. And I grew up in the 80s and the 90s where that, to me, those were the best times, best music, really. I'm not just being biased. I think if you talk to a lot of people, the 80s and the 90s uh, were definitely the best kind of times for really good music. And listening to that music just takes me back to, you know, when I was joining the military, when I was in Hawaii, well, San Francisco, Hawaii, and it just 
there was just a, I don't know, maybe it's the music that connects me to those times in my life that were just really, really cool. And the people that I met that I'm no longer, that we're no longer in touch. And, and, uh, and it just kind of is like sentimental, nostalgic maybe. But even without that, the 80s and the 90s rocked, guys. Okay? I think you guys are feeling me. Because even young kiddos, young lads and young lassies, they tell me, they've shared with me how they like the music from the 80s and the 90s. And I'm like, you're right, dang skippy. That was that was an awesome pr- primo time. The, the, mo- the movies and the music, maybe the movies are better now, of course, but the music was definitely better than the stuff that I hear today. Yeah, there are some songs and there's some music that's cool. I can't admit to that, but nothing compares to the 80s. Nothing compares to the 90s. The times, the music, uh, uh, I can't get into it anymore because uh, I'm just going to be sad now. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't say I'd be sad. I love those times. Those times were amazing. But they're also part of the past. And I live in the present. I live for today. Even if I still kind of cling to a lot of the memories of my past. And I reminisce a lot. I'm not saying that I regret it. Like, I regret that I'm living in today. And that I wish I lived in a forever yesterday. That's That's not what I want. That was a time that was amazing, the 80s and the 90s, in particular the 80s and the 90s, the, the 2000s, yeah, but 80s and 90s were like really amazing times for me, and the things that I did in those times, uh, in that time was just amazing, but it's the past, and I look back fondly, and now I'm in the present, and I'm here, and even if the music isn't the greatest, in my opinion, I'm still happy to be in the present, still happy to be here, still happy to to be given a new day and be almost 50, which is crazy to be almost 50. But I'm, 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 in, I, I'm very grateful that I've got good genes. My genetics are pretty good for the most part. My mom and my dad have always looked younger than they, their age. And my sister looks much younger than she is. My brother looks much younger than he is. We all look much younger than we are. And people tell me that when I give them rides and they find out my age and I'm like, almost don't want to tell them because they might not believe me. And then when, <laughs> when, when younger guys hit on me, I think it's funny because I can be like the mother and they like want to ask me out. And I'm like, okay, but no, I can't. It's unprofessional to, to take a passenger's number and, you know, but thank you. That's nice. And, and I'm like, but really I want to go, dude, I'm old enough to be your mother. I'm probably older than your mother. And I'm not saying that, oh, just because I'm an older woman, I shouldn't date a younger man or whatever, because men do it all the time, right? And if I want to date a younger man, I can date a younger man if I wanted, but I don't want to. And it's, it's just would be weird anyway, but it's just funny. So I'm not complaining about being older. A, I, you know, I survived two bouts of cancer, so I'm very, 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 very grateful to be here. And B, it's nice. It's just nice to, for people to tell me that I look younger than my age. And by the way, what is up with people saying, well, you, you know, you know, the reason that you look younger is because you dress younger. You don't dress like somebody that's that age. And 
did you get a handbook that said that we have to dress a certain way when we get a certain age? Because I didn't get that handbook. I think that's silly. What am I supposed to do? Dress like an quote unquote old lady? I'm like, I'm going to dress the way I feel, the way that I'm comfortable. And sometimes I get upset because if I wear a ball cap with short hair, people might misconstrue me as <clears throat> a man or because I'm 5'11". <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm tall and I don't have big breasts and I don't have a big booty and I dress tomboyish. And so people have thought, you know, they, they've mistaken me for a boy until they see my face and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, or because of the way I dress, people think, oh, well, you dress tomboyish. Maybe you, you're trying to be a boy or maybe you're a lesbian or whatever. And I'm like, that's so stupid. It's so silly. Let people be what they want to be. If I dress with a ball cap in some shorts that doesn't mean i'm a a boy doesn't mean b i want to be a boy doesn't mean c doesn't give away my sexuality i mean it shouldn't you know people can dress in many different ways there could be a woman that looks gorgeous like you know a supermodel and she could be a lesbian or she could be transgender or deep inside she may want to be a man i don't know and there are men who dress really, really amazing, you know, GQ, and they may be transgender, they may be gay, they may be, they may want to be a woman. The, th the thing I'm trying to say is, I don't like that people judge people based on how they are dressed, or if their hair is short, or if their hair is long. Like, I think that's silly. Be, live and let live, right? Live and let live. And so, and I am talking on personal experiences. There have been many times in my life where somebody has mistaken me for a guy because I don't dress the way a woman should dress with showing her body. And I think that's silly. If a girl wants to dress and she wants to show her body, that's up to her. But if I don't want to, you know, flaunt my breasts that aren't very big to begin with, I admit. But if I don't want to like wear tight t-shirts that show my cleavage, that's my thing. And you shouldn't judge me or assume something just because I dress the way I dress. Um, I don't want to be a man. I'm not transgender. And my sexuality is my sexuality. It's none of your business, but you shouldn't be judging me just because I wear a ball cap and I have short hair. It's, oh, no, 100%. That's got to be a lesbian. I think that's silly. I think it's wrong. And I think it's ignorant. I really, really do. Um, and like Forrest Gump, that's all I'm going to say about faggot. All right. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Don't judge people. It's the moral of the story. Don't judge people because of based on how they are dressed. Make sure to look at a face. Okay. Look at someone's face before you assume they are a male or a female. I mean, that really does the trick. When people have mistaken me for a male, they've apologized once they saw my face and they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know? And I'm like, look at my face before you call me, sir, before you think I'm a, a man, look at my face, not just the way I'm dressed. And people might say, well, if you dress a little bit more feminine, people wouldn't mistake you those times that they've mistaken you for a male, they wouldn't. And I say to that, well, no, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's just moronic to say such a thing. And it's not, um, it's not up to you to tell me that's, you know, I get it. I hope all you have to do is just a little bit more feminine and and you won't ever have to come across that, you know, wear some makeup, wear some lipstick. And I think that's so 
oh my God, that gets me upset because that's what society deems that we should be like. And I'm like, that's, I'm not going to do that just so I can make people see that I'm a female. If you cannot see in my face, if you don't take the time to look at my face and not just assume because I'm a tall person and I'm dressed with baggy clothes or a ball cap that I'm a male, that's on you, man. That's on you, man. I used to say man all the time. Now I say dude. Sometimes I still say man, and I say, that's on you, man. And shame on you. It's freaking 2020. It's the 21st century, and we live in America, and I can dress the way I want to. And just all I ask is that people look at someone's face before they make any assumptions. That's all I'm saying. Is that so wrong to ask for? Is that so wrong? I don't think so. Okie dokie. So... And it hurt my feeling. Honest to God, I'll be honest. It's hurt my feeling when somebody would say, oh, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember when I was really young in my early 20s and I called my mom and I said, mom, somebody called me a boy. And she's like, well, ugh, they're dumb and they didn't even look at your face. And I'm just saying that's for me. Now, if there are women out there who feel that that's who they are, that there are men, then that's, that's, that's who they feel they are. But there are lots of women who dress I guess what society would call boyish or tomboyish or even manly but this doesn't mean that they want to be a man I know women like that they just like to dress in the clothes that make them feel comfortable and the double standards on against women is just atrocious but anyway it did hurt my feelings. It has hurt my feelings when somebody mistakes me for a man and then they apologize. I mean, I had a guy one time mistake me for a guy. I was at Subway and he's like, can I help you, sir? And I had a ball cap on and I looked up and he's like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Can I help you, ma'am? Oh my God, you're really pretty. Oh my gosh. You know, and then he starts hitting on me and I'm like, really? You just mistaked me for a man. Now you're complimenting me and telling me I'm pretty. <laughs> oh, you hurt my feelings. That's actually the time I called my mom. And she made me feel better. But yes, I'm emotional and sensitive, but I know I'm not the only one. So be kind, be mindful, make sure to look at someone's face before you make assumptions. That's all I'm trying to say. If I have to, I had to say it more than once, more than twice to get it across. Yeah. Also, hit me up on Twitter and tell me if you think that the reason that why people will assume that a tall woman with short hair and a ball cap is a man is because, like I said, is society norms and what society dictates what a male should look like and what a female should look like. How are we ever going to get away from that? I mean, here we are. Again, it's 2020 and people still do that. And I just think it's silly. And I think it's time that we stop doing that. Do you agree or disagree? Hit me up on Twitter. Why not? All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. It's been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope, and I will see you in the near future, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, but I'm giving myself a break, and I'll start season two, two, sometime, maybe on June 1st. We'll see. And Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. As always, God bless you. See you on the flip side. And happy Mother's Day to all those that are mothers and to all those who have mothers. Happy Mother's Day. I hope it's a great, great, enjoyable day tomorrow. Bye for now.